that uh, need to be brought forward. I have a copy. Okay, we have the new sign-up sheet for leaders, greeters, uh, acolytes. Please, please sign up. I don't think I have but a couple people for January and uh, we could use lots of help. And um, the next thing is, if you go to the grocery store, you happen to be in the paper good aisles and you see paper towels, struggle with Mischief managed. bit of a switch today. Uh, it's like the fifth Sunday of the month and last Sunday of the new year. And we thought we would give Pastor a, a little bit of a break <laughs> so we wouldn't have to make a sermon this week. So, and as you heard me say with the kids, that uh, when you sing, you pray twice. So... This morning, we'll be praying a lot. I have a couple carols that are in the hymns of faith and inspiration. And some, and I had to shorten the stories just so that we could get a little bit more in this morning. So, the first one is Silent Night. It's a favorite of everybody. The little town of Oberndorf Austria, young Joseph Moore arrived in 1818 to take the position of assistant priest at a newly erected church of St. Nicholas. While there, he made friends with Franz Gruber, the village schoolmaster and church organist. As Advent approached that year, the two lamented the fact that there was no one had yet been able to compose the perfect Christmas hymn. As was the custom in the Alpine Mountain villages, a group of traveling players arrived to present a nativity play in the local Catholic church on December 23rd. Unfortunately, the organ was being repaired, and a local shop owner generously opened his home to the players. Joseph Moore was in attendance, and he was moved by the beauty and simplicity of the passion. On returning home that night, 
He lit his lamp at his table, and in its soft glow, he wrote the beautiful words of Silent Night, Holy Night. The next morning, he took the three stanzas of six lines to his friend, Franz Gruber, and said, see if you can wed these words to a melody. Reading these words through, Gruber reported saying, friend Moore, you have found it, the right song, God be praised. Because there was no hope of the organ being repaired for Christmas Eve, Gruber wrote the music for a guitar. When the congregation was gathered for the services that evening, Moore sang tenor, Gruber sang bass, and accompaniment on his guitar, while the choir of young girls sang the last two lines of each stanza. Father Moore and Schoolmaster Gruber never intended for their carol to become famous, but when the organ builder returned after the holiday to complete repairs, he was enchanted both by verse and melody, and he took a copy of the song to his home in Villertal, about eight miles away. Soon the lovely song was being performed throughout Austria and Germany, and in 1839, Silent Night, Holy Night, <clears throat> was performed in the United States by a group of Austrian singers. Unknowingly, its author and composer had fulfilled their dream of composing the perfect Christmas hymn. And I would like everybody to um, join in singing. Unfortunately, I didn't. Two, number 239 in the red handle. 239 in the red handle. Joy of the World, which is number 246 in your red hymnal, before I forget it, because it's a um, And this hymn was a collaboration of three different people. The first one uh, is Isaac Watts, and he was an English poet and hymn writer. The collection Psalms of David 
imitated in the language of the New Testament, was published in 1719 and contained 132 of the 150 Psalms from the Bible, hmm. interpreted by Watts. The joy of the world comes from the paraphrase of the Psalm 98, verses 4 through 9. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Make a loud noise, and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with a harp, with a harp, and the voice of a psalm. With the trumpets and sounds of cornets, make a joyful noise before the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar, and the uh, fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Let the flood clap their hands, let the hills be joyful together before the Lord. For he cometh to judge the earth, with the righteousness shall he judge the world, and the peoples with equity. The second um, collaborator is George Frederick Handel. Um, he was a German-born prodigy who resided in London and composed um, The Messiah, which is probably his most famous work. Um, the the uh, the contemporaries in England they did not collaborate together, but the opening bars of the chorus "Lift up your heads" was adapted to "Joy to the World." Um, the instrumental portion of the opening tenor recitative "Comfort Me." provides a basis for the text, Heaven and Nature Sing. So the third composer to have a vital part in bringing joy to the world to us was a Boston educator, Lowell Mason. Mason was no stranger to hymns, having hundreds of compositions to his credit during his long and fruitful life. Taking the musical phrases from different sections of the oratorio of the Messiah, Mason arranged them into the tune called Antioch. He then wedded the words together of Isaac Watts, and he published this melody for the first time in 1836. Let's sing the first verse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joy to the World, the first verse on page 246 of the Red Joy to the world, the Lord is born. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing. And the last one that I'm going to read from the book is um, about O Little Town of Bethlehem. And it's on page 230 in the hymnal. Um, okay. Phillips Brook, he was an American preacher 
and he took up his responsibilities as a pastor at Holy Trinity. Standing over six and a half feet tall, he was an imposing figure as he worked and taught around the parish. Despite his size, the fact that he was a bachelor, however, Brooks was adored by the children of the church, and he seemed to return their affection. On many occasions, parishioners passing by the open door of his study would spy Brooks sitting on the floor, surrounded by toys, playing with the children from his Sunday school classes. It was this love for little ones that led him to write a hauntingly lovely Christmas carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem. The children of the church were, were planning a Christmas program, and the Reverend wanted a new Christmas song for the children to sing. As he pondered the nativity story, his thoughts drifted back to his Christmas in Bethlehem just a few years earlier. He recalled the beauty of the city, the darkness of the night, the pageantry of the story, and taking a pen and paper, he wrote four stanzas of a poem. In the morning, Brooks gave his verses to the church organist, Louis H. Redner requesting that he compose a simple melody that the children could easily memorize and sing in the Christmas program a few days later. Redner was accomplished organist and he loved composing music, but try as he might, he could not come up with a satisfactory melody for Brooks' poem. On the night before the children were to present their program, Redner fell into bed exhausted still without the requested tune. In the middle of the night, however, he was awakened suddenly with strains of a lovely melody ringing in his ears. Hastily, he jotted down the notes, set them beside his bedside, and went back to sleep. In the morning, he completed the harmony for the inspired tune and taught it to the children. That night in December of 1868, a little town of Bethlehem was sung for the first time by the children of Holy Trinity Church. Hmm. So if you could turn to 2.30 in your... First verse, please. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how sweet Sunday. Is there any favorite carols 
that you would like to sing? Any suggestions? Shout it out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, come all you faithful. You got the number? 234. 234. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Hmm? There's a sign here. Page 249. That's a nice one. There's a song in the air, there's a song in my side, there's a on the mountain over the hills and everywhere go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born shepherds do their watching in stars and night they open Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Anybody else? The first Noel, two forty five.
first Noel, the angels did say, but for certain poor shepherds, fields where they lay, green fields where they lay, seeding their sheep on a cold winter night that was so deep. Noel, 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 born is the King of Begun. I danced in the moon and the stars and the sun. And I danced in the moon and I danced in the earth. On Bethlehem I had my birth. Dance then whenever you may be. I am the Lord of the dance and he and I'll lead you all. Wherever you may be and I'll lead Jesus, we now 
Our kind of response is number 140. Yes. Yeah. And now it's the time for prayers for the of our people. <coughs> for those who are in mourning, the Whitaker family, they lost their mother and their grandmother over this weekend. Who is homebound, Irene Pilecki, who has cancer and dementia. And she will be home until she goes home to the Lord. And another family who are in mourning, family of Chuck Magoo. Dear Lord, as we travel through this beautiful place that you have given us, know that we are thankful for all the blessings that you have given us. We lift up our family and our friends that are in need of healing during illnesses. Put your loving arms around those who have lost loved ones, hoping that they are comforted in knowing that they are now with you in heaven. For our families that are unable to come to church, whisper in their ear that you will be there for them if they ask. Be with and protect our servicemen and women, for the job that they are doing is a difficult one. We ask this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. <coughs> And now let us pray as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. At the end of an amazing year, in the beautiful of this beautiful sunny winter day, let us be thankful and express our thanks and our joy for what God has given us in our hearts as we provide our tithes and our offerings to the glory of God's work here on. Oh. 